Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Wide World on Money FM 89.3. We are talking about IB, the International Baccalaureate program that is in many of the international schools. And, and a few you, local ones. And a few local schools, yes, yes, you're right. Joining us now to talk a little bit more about a specific element of it, which is uh, IB is now allowing chat GPT and large language models, AI models, uh, to be used within the schools, within their programs. Fascinating topic, a very multidimensional topic. And joining us to discuss that, Stuart Jones, the head of IB World Schools. Stuart, good morning. Great to have you here on Money FM. Good morning. Great to be here. This is a fascinating topic, and I'm sure one that you have been having to talk to a lot of people about in recent weeks. Uh, give us a, an overview of, of, of IB and, and, and this idea of bringing chat G- GPT into the into the learning process. Well, it is. I mean, it's a fast growing, uh, you know, tool. I think it's probably the fastest growing app uh, ever. You know, since it was launched last year, mm. and it generates a number of very interesting opportunities. Uh, and it's there. It's part of the internet, and we think it um, will just help teachers and students learn and generate more opportunities, more resources. In particular, I think you know. I think we were talking a little earlier about this sort of idea of of, of bias in uh, in ChatGPT. Yeah. So before you know, some of the exercises that we might do in an IB classroom, a typical one would be looking at a particular issue in the world from different perspectives, and right. that, that is a, that is a big feature within within the IB and IB education. So you might look at. Al Jazeera News, BBC, CNN, Fox News, and look at how there are different biases in there or look at how there are different agenda setting. And what ChatGPT will obviously allow is to access some of these different perspectives much more easily. Mm. And so it is, it is a fascinating tool that we need to understand better and also, also use. Let's pull it back yeah. a little. At a simplistic, almost fundamental level, there is that perception, the belief, if you allow chat GPT into a classroom, you are opening up the possibility of students cheating, mm-hmm. of them finding the answers automatically, of not doing their own research, of not forming their own opinions. We've seen these AI, uh, AI essays that, that, that seem to be well-reasoned, quite balanced, well-researched, mm-hmm. and of course they're produced in seconds. What would you say to that, this fear that it will open itself up to students possibly cheating? So that fear of change within education has, has been with us throughout. Is You know, um, you know the, the quill and, and ink would, would see the end of the pencil and the ballpoint pen. And, and then in more recent times, you look at the introduction of electronic calculators. That was going to destroy numeracy. Mm. And it hasn't. It's just shifted what we focus on. We still teach students how to, <coughs> to do calculations, mm. but then we can spend more time doing other things. And they, they still have to develop a sense of number. When the internet w- was in and uh, students had, you know, we introduced sort of laptop learning, that was going to be the end of everything, the end of education, because suddenly knowledge was much more accessible and you don't need now to teach all of that knowledge in Correct. order to be able to apply it. And mm. it's, it's similar here. What we're moving along really is what we call to Bloom's taxonomy of, of from knowledge and comprehension up to much more advanced skills around synthesis and, and evaluation. 
So what, what ChatGPT will allow teachers and, and students to do is to develop those higher mm. order skills. Mm. And in, in the sense of um, the specific question about plagiarism, it isn't a new, it isn't a new mm. issue. Yeah. So, you know, there have been essay mills around for a long time. There have been parents helping students with their homework and, <laughs> and tutors writing essays sometimes and g- crossing the line. And schools have had to manage that. Oh, let's not forget the good old Encyclopedia Britannica, right? Oh, we all goodness. had we yeah. all had those sets at home back in the day. Yeah. It was easy to lift information, right? If one yeah. was uh, and thinking I re- about I doing that. I remember, sort of, you know, when Wikipedia came in, uh, yeah. some schools would ban it you know, that, because of the accuracy of the information. But now, when you, when you look, I mean, Wikipedia is the first place most people go to. Yeah, they don't stop there. But that is yeah. an easy and accessible, mm. uh, you know, encyclopedia. And then you can move on from there. We're talking with Stuart Jones, the uh, head of IB, International Baccalaureate World Schools. Stuart, the, how would this in practical use work? You have many different IB schools who they follow the IB curriculum and, and there are certain milestones they have to hit in, with the, for the IB students. But how are you recommending that they are you making certain recommendations within individual schools or the group of schools that, that have the IB certification on how actually to use chat GPT? Well, we're or is encar- it up to each school to kind of figure it out? Well, we're encouraging sort of networks of, of teachers to come together. And there are also there are already groups, for example, there are Facebook groups on ChatGPT for teachers. Yeah. Um, and our community, you know, communities are talking about it as well and sharing strategies of how it can be used. From our side, um, you know, what we are saying is that if a student reference, if a student uses ChatGPT as part of their essay, so let's say they were they were writing an essay and looking at bias, uh, depending on the different prompts or the different perspectives in the questions that you give ChatGPT, mm. and they wanted to incorporate the answers from ChatGPT as part of an, an extended essay, then we would ask, just as with any other source, that that be properly referenced uh, you know, and mm. cited, and, and, and the student then maintains academic integrity. So yeah. our focus with schools is really ensure that your, your systems and processes are robust enough to maintain that culture of academic integrity in your school. Wonderful. I see this very positively, Stuart. I'd love to see, uh, hear your take on this. I think ChatGPT can actually be a good thing for education, particularly in the Singaporean context, mm. because I go to many, many schools, more than 100 in Singapore. I feel that we have to move away slightly from this outdated belief that knowledge is power. Knowledge isn't power anymore. Knowledge is a Google click. Mm-hmm. We have to move into areas of analysis, deduction, things like that. And if we can move that away from just cramming kids with knowledge that they can regurgitate at the click of a finger and encouraging other skills, then GPT could take care of the first part, the knowledge. Yes. And then you, schools, teachers can work on the analysis, the reasoning and so on. What is your take on that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, as I, as I mentioned sort of briefly earlier, this idea of Bloom's taxonomy, this hierarchy of skills yep. and, you know, helping students develop the sort of skills that they will need for tomorrow. If when they're out there in the world of work, you know, businesses, employers are looking for communication, collaboration skills, evaluation um, uh, synthesis, those types of skills, as you said, knowledge recall is um, is very easy these days. And so there was a famous educationalist called uh, John Dewey in uh, the early 20th century. And he said, you know, if we are teaching today's students 
children as we taught yesterday is then we're robbing them of tomorrow and we really need mm. to be preparing students for tomorrow's world yeah this idea of how to use the prompt with chat gpt or other large language uh, learning uh, ai models is so important you know when you get the first answer that's that's often not the answer you should you should be pleased with right or you should stick with you need to probe deeper and deeper and these various chat groups that you mentioned earlier, is that a discussion with teachers on on how to really use chat GPT and how to dig down, not only for accuracy's sake, but also to get the information that's really necessary? And by extension, are those the kinds of skills that will really serve students well in the future, having that analytical mindset or process to know what questions to ask a large language model like chat GPT? Yes, I mean, this is essentially an extension of, of those skills sort of under the umbrella of information literacy, you know, teaching students how to research, yeah. how to ask the right search questions in, in Google, for example. And, and here, this is a little more refined. Mm. But absolutely, there will, be, um, there will be a need to, you can't just open the doors and, and let students use it, yeah. although they will probably very quickly find out how to use it. And we, we're sort of learning with them. But Yes, these are the sort of questions that, that uh, teachers are asking and sharing mm. about, you know, what would a structured approach to using ChatGPT look like and then so that we can teach students the relevant skills. Fascinating. I think, you know, this is really like a, a really forward-looking approach that Ivy schools, world schools are, are taking on this. And has, have to do it because I yeah. know there's a fear, particularly in Singapore, that we have persevered with this knowledge-based tuition cramming model for a very, very long time. And I just wonder now how that translates into the workplace of teaching because we know that mm. certain entry-level mm. jobs will go. Mm-hmm. And many industries, let's just take media, for example, and what I used to do. The idea of writing a traditional match report, a football match report, he scored, she scored, they won 5-3, is done. Chat GPT can do that. I don't feel threatened by that personally because I've got the experience. I can write colorfully, humorously, whatever. Similarly with teaching, the idea of a teacher who was just crammed with knowledge, let's say a history teacher or humanities teacher, those kind of skills also need to change, don't they? The teaching skills of a teacher will change as Chat GPT replaces a lot of what went before. Yes, so there are some things that, so teachers would spend an awful lot of time before on before when they were work if they were working in isolation, such as structuring, uh, you know, a, a unit of work. Whereas now, um, and, and even with the internet, you could search for give me some examples of a unit plan on teaching the nineteen eight uh, sorry eighteen forty eighteen forty eight revolutions. Yeah. You know. And now, of course, you can just ask a simple question. You know, write me this. Write me this as I did the other day, write me a sample job description for this particular role. I'm not totally happy with the, the end result, but I will source different um, mm. examples and then I will, I will create my own. So, yes, the skills will teach, the, skill, the teaching skills will need to, to, to develop. And I think in the same way, it will free up more time for creativity for the teacher to, to be able to look at differentiation in the classroom and more interesting activities for students that engage them better. We're talking with uh, Stuart Jones, the head of IB World Schools. Stuart, do you see this as a moment for IB World Schools to really become sort of the gold standard of how to implement ChatGPT in the educational realm? Is this a is this an opportunity for, for you guys to 
kind of stand up and stand out and, and lead the charge. A lot of people are talking about it, certainly since last November uh, or so, when Chat GPT first kind of came into our collective consciousness. Is this, is this a big a moment for, chat, for uh, IB World schools? I think I, w- I wouldn't go that far. Um, we were one of the first groups, the education organizations, to say, you know, we, we were going to allow ChatGPT to, you know, to be referenced and used as, in, in work. But there's a lot of innovative schools out there in, in yeah. many different contexts. And, and certainly we have a, a vast diversity of, of schools uh, with sort of nearly 6,000 schools across the globe from many, many different contexts, and, and some of them in their own right are extremely innovative. Yeah. So I think as, as part of that community, some very interesting things will come out, and we would look to share them more broadly. But I, I wouldn't claim you know, exclusive rights over innovation in this uh, field. Yeah. Not exclusive, but you, know, yeah. you could really put a stake in the ground and say, hey, we believe as IB World Schools, this is, this is a, a really good way to approach using this absolutely. tech. Right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. I yeah. think we, yeah, we are in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, putting crystal ball time, what is the future? What does the educational future look like for ChatGPT in the wow. classroom? Um, <laughs> all the big questions here, my friend. We give you the easy questions, yeah. Stuart. Yeah. Come on. I mean, if you think, uh, I was listening to a presentation about a month ago, and uh, the, the presenter was saying, within one month of him preparing for this this, this lecture, the whole landscape had changed. You know, the mm. the ability for uh, GPT four to now surpass what students you know, other students were getting in law exams, etc., whereas before they were middling. This, this landscape is changing so fast. And, uh, I, you know, I was listening to an article by, by John Oliver, and he was, he was saying in there that the, the interesting thing about this black box of ChatGPT is that not so much that it's smart and getting smarter, but that it can be stupid in very unexpected ways. Mm. <laughs> and uh, you know, it is d- very difficult to predict what this is going to, to turn out. Yeah. Yeah. Should, we fear, so should we fear anything then? I think we should be cautious. And I think there are lessons to learn in the general sense, um, as we should have learned earlier with uh, social media, right. for example, you know, and somebody who would have predicted that it would have had that sort of effect on on teenagers and their sense of well-being or that it would challenge our democratic institutions in that way. Um, And I think now that we've been through one revolution there, we should be at least, you know, alert to to the potential of this and also the harmful potential of that. But focusing on on the educational world, you know, we think it it presents some fantastic opportunities to... uh, and one of the main ones for us and what the IB is, is often about is empowering students and helping them to direct their own learning. Yeah. And so now they've got another tool at home where they can have a, a study buddy on the side or they can prep for a, you know, for a discussion or a debate and, and say, give me a counter argument to this. I'm going to say this. And they've got sort of a digital partner, a virtual partner now that they can work with. So we're transferring that sort of more of the ownership of learning to the student and putting them in the driving seat. Um, uh-huh. And I think there's some fantastic opportunities uh, with ChatGPT. Fantastic. It's the way of the future, I'm man. genuinely excited yeah. by no, it. I, 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 it's I don't be fear this tech at all. I see yeah. the, the downsides, the potential for bias, algorithms, so on. But I think this has tremendous potential yeah. for the education of young people. Fantastic. Great discussion. Thank you so much to Stuart Jones, the head of IB World Schools. Great to have you on. Please come in again when you guys hit your next milestone in in this discussion, because I'm sure it's an ever-evolving one. Would love to. Appreciate your time. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. 
Available on Google Play or the App Store.